Hello and welcome to the Holiday Moons Podcast, where we share our love for the holidays with you year-round. This is Randy, and today we're talking about Valentine's Day. I will be talking about some couples traditions, but also I'll be talking about two Charlie Brown Valentine's Day specials. I'm Beth, and I'm going to be talking about Valentine's Day family traditions. I'm Cole, and I'm going to be talking about things to do for singles on Valentine's Day. And this is Sydney, and I will be discussing Valentine's Day crafts. So definitely full-on Valentine's Day today, all four of us. But as always, we begin with our holiday happenings for the week. That's right. So what did we have going on this past week? We had Chocolate Cake Day. That's right. National Chocolate Cake Day on the 27th. (laughs) And we actually had chocolate cake. That's right. I was making a meal for a friend, and I remembered that Chocolate Cake Day was coming up, so I thought that would be a great dessert. It absolutely would be a great dessert. So (laughs) I made our favorite chocolate cake with our favorite chocolate frosting and threw in a peanut butter frosting that from a recipe that a friend gave me. So it turned out, I think, delicious, and I'm glad it's gone because I wanted to eat it all the time. Oh, it yes. was hard not to take little slivers from mm-hmm. over and over again. Yeah, I would eat it for breakfast, <laughs> <laughs> and it was delicious, and it was all completely homemade. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yep. We taught you well. Yes. <laughs> Eating healthy for breakfast. That's right, with my it's cup of most- tea. Yes, and if you want to see pictures of the cake half eaten, we put it on Instagram. (laughs) We put it on Instagram. Yes. So, other holiday happenings? I started putting uh, Valentine's Day decorations at my work, which was fun. It is fun. We haven't started here. We're still taking down some Christmas stuff at our home, but soon we'll be putting up Valentine's Day. So, that is awesome. So, I'll jump into my Valentine's Day topic. So my original thought when I was looking at Valentine's Day couples traditions was I would just go through and look up some things on the internet and find some unique ideas. But what I found was that there are a lot of ideas already on the internet. There's a lot of things, the obvious ones like getting roses for your wife to a movie night, a date night. You could do a picnic outside if it was nice or a romantic movie on your deck or patio. I did find some lists for things to do if you're like a newer couple. Things that are a little safer, less Mm -hmm. intimate. On the deck or patio. Valentine's Day is in February. So So it's got to be temperate enough to... (laughs) Right. So ideas for newer relationships could be like going to a sporting event. I actually thought that was a pretty decent idea. Or go be a tourist in your own city. How often do you go take advantage of the things in your own city? That's a good idea. Uh, point. Go bowling. Beth and I went bowling um, when we were kind of a new couple-ish. Wine tasting, depending on your age. Scavenger hunt. So lots of different ideas. Uh, but one of the ones that uh, popped up several times was a movie night. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you could share your favorite movies with each other. Mm-hmm. They kind of had this idea, like, dueling. You could share your favorite foods, like, your favorite restaurants with each other. Like, oh. take two nights to do that. Mm-hmm. Or you could do that with your favorite movie on one night. Kind of learn a lot about each other, too. Right, exactly. So, a common suggested activity was movies, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the items I found were lists of Valentine's movies you could watch. What they really meant was 
romantic movies you can yeah. watch. What I thought they meant was movies about Valentine's Day. Oh. So I'm going on this little trip with you of how I eventually got to my topic. Right? So, <laughs> yes, um, I feel the So I looked up a list of films set around Valentine's Day. Okay. And the list was really small. Like, there aren't that many movies actually made about Valentine's Day specifically. There's like four horror movies about Valentine's Day. There's a mystery movie, one, about Valentine's Day. There are a total of five on this list of romantic comedies about Valentine's Day, which is what I thought there'd be more of, right? Yeah. Romantic right. comedies. One dates back to 1900. Wow. <laughs> and, the, and the other four are from 2007 and then to present day. So there really aren't that many movies about Valentine's Day. But there are two Charlie Brown specials about Valentine's Day. What? Yes. So that's how I eventually got to my topic of Charlie Brown Valentine's Day specials. And I don't believe I saw either of these specials, surprisingly. Because I watched them both yesterday. I found them online on Vimeo and on Daily Motion. Mm-hmm. And I watched them the whole way through. And the concepts were very consistent with Charlie Brown. So maybe I watched them, but I don't remember watching. You'll have to see if you either of you guys as kids watched them or back if you remember watching them. I think them. we did. I think at least one of them. Mm-hmm. We, we should watch them kids. again to see. So yeah. the first one's called Be My Valentine, Charlie Brown. And it was created in 1975 and aired from 75 to 2000. So 25 years of airing. So I would have thought that I would have seen that one, definitely. Yeah. But as I describe it, see if, if it rings a bell for you, because it did not as I watched it. It didn't sound like it did, and it didn't ring a bell when I actually watched it. So in this case, as you can guess, in both of these Charlie Brown movies, nobody really ever gets a Valentine. <laughs> it's got a lot of miscommunication, a lot of disappointment, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. So probably people can relate to that in some way <laughs> on Valentine's Day. But in the first one, Be My Valentine, Charlie Brown, it's really a lot about Linus. He has this fondness for his teacher, Miss Uthmar, and he buys her a huge heart-shaped box of chocolates. So his whole thing is wanting to give these chocolates to her to show that he really likes her. But he's never able to do that. Like, there's a lot of things that happen where he can't get it to her. And then ultimately, he finds out she has a boyfriend. Surprise, surprise, right? So he becomes very sad. So I'll talk about that in a minute. And then on another part of it, Sally sees him buying that heart-shaped box for his teacher. But she thinks he bought it for her. Of course. Of course, right? So <laughs> the sweet she, baboo. Yeah, so then she's all about, during the episode, writing a really nice Valentine's for him, right? Oh, okay. So she wants to write the perfect Valentine's. She wants to write a very nice Valentine's note for him to give to him. So that's kind of her focus for that part of the episode. So then Lucy decides that she wants to go to a puppet show being held by Snoopy. Okay. So so Lucy goes to watch this puppet show by Snoopy. Okay. And Snoopy is everything. He's the... He's the person who sells the tickets. He's the person who works the concession stand. He uh-huh. takes the tickets, and then ultimately, he's the performer with the little puppets. So Lucy comes through the whole process and sees Snoopy the whole way, and finally stands in front of the doghouse with Snoopy on top and Charlie Brown narrating the show. Okay. And it's about a boy and a girl in a carriage, 
And Snoopy has all three of them that he's holding, one on a foot and two on each hand. And he's talking about the couple going to the castle. That's mm-hmm. the story. And as they go through things, stuff happens. They cross a stream. So Lucy gets splashed with water. <laughs> then they go through mud. Uh-huh. And Lucy, Lucy gets splashed with mud. Okay. And then they, there's an avalanche. And for some reason, Wait. the avalanche is trash. So all this trash comes <laughs> flying down at Lucy. Oh and then gosh. there are bandits. Oh. So Snoopy like quickly switches the puppets and starts whacking her in the head <laughs> as bandits. <laughs> and then a couple other things happen and she finally decides she's had too much. Which yeah. is really what Snoopy's goal was anyways, to get her to stop watching and to oh. leave. So that was kind of like a weird little interlude. Yeah, especially yeah. for like a Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> right. So back at school then, and I remember this as a kid, their school, Birchwood School... Schroeder brings in this big box that's labeled Valentine's for those we love with a big slot in it where you put your cards in. So this was before the days where you had to bring in a card for everybody. You only brought in the cards for the people you loved or you liked. So Charlie Brown brings in a briefcase because he's hoping he's going to get a lot of Valentine's. Sadly, he doesn't get anything except a candy heart. And the candy heart reads, forget it, kid. So this reminds me of last week when you were talking about some Valentine's cards back in the old days right. were mean. <laughs> right, yeah, that's true. So this you one, would never be my Valentine. <laughs> this is mean. So Charlie Brown is sad and Linus is sad. So the next scene is them on the bridge. Mm-hmm. They're both lamenting their Valentine's Day woes. Linus is throwing chocolates. It's one of those boxes with assorted chocolates. Yeah. So he's taking each out individually and throwing it into the water. Okay. They said, this one's for love, and he throws it into the water. This one is for Valentine's, and he throws it into the water. This one's for romance. But what he doesn't know is Snoopy and Woodstock are below the bridge eating all the <laughs> chocolate as it's thrown to them. So they're having a great time. Yeah, so funny. So then the very end is Violet and a couple of the other girls come over to Charlie's house, mm-hmm. and Schroeder's with him, and Violet feels bad, and some of the other girls, because they didn't give Charlie Brown anything for Valentine's Day. So she gives him a Valentine's Day card, but it's really one that was given to her. She just crossed off her name (laughs) and and put in Charlie Brown. And Schroeder just goes off on her, how horrible she is. I mean, like, really pretty intense. And at the end, Charlie Brown says, don't listen to him. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) And he says that later he and Charlie Brown are at the famous brick wall, the conversational brick wall. And Charlie Brown expresses his hope that Violet's pity Valentine will start a trend. And he'll get more Valentines <laughs> the next year. So I don't remember that no, particular no. one yeah. at Memory all. Memory at all. So after this episode aired in 75 and subsequent years, children all over America sent Valentines to Charlie Brown out of sympathy. Oh, Aww. that's so funny. Yeah, which is the same thing they did after the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. When Charlie Brown didn't get any candy, mm-hmm. they had sent a bunch of candy to him. You know, kind of because they wanted him to have something, too. That's so funny. So that was the first one in 75. So then the second one is called A Charlie Brown Valentine. And I also don't remember this one. Now, in this one, it was initially broadcast February 14th, 2002. Oh, wow. So that's Fairly much later than yes, the other one. much later. Yeah. And it was the first Peanuts special produced after the death of Peanuts creator Charles Schultz oh. in 2000. So, in this case, it's primarily about Charlie Brown and the little redhead girl. See, That's what I remember, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So, he is lamenting that she'll never like him. And the quote he says at one point, 
I may not be the greatest guy who ever lived, but after all, who is? I'm just a nice type of guy who never gets to meet little red-haired girls. <laughs> and at that point, the little red-haired girl walks by and drops a pencil. Mm-hmm. And it's all chewed. Like, she chews her pencil so it has bite marks in it. Mm-hmm. So then he's all excited because now she's like a real person, like a human. Like, she seems like a relatable to him. So he's all happy because he's going to return the pencil. But Lucy interferes and runs and gives the pencil to her without his help oh. uh, at all. So... In this Valentine's special, it's really a lot of misconnections. So Charlie Brown is seeking the little red-haired girl to be his Valentine. But Marcy and Peppermint Patty want to be Charlie Brown's Valentine. So Linus suggests to Charlie Brown that he invite the little red-haired girl to their Valentine's Day dance. Which he said, that's a great idea. But Peppermint Patty calls and she thinks he's going to invite her to the dance He never says no to her, so then she gets invited (laughs) to the dance. But Marcy also likes him, so she also goes to the dance. So he gets all dressed up. He goes to the dance with both of them, basically. But he's really focused on the little red-haired girl. But they're trying to be his valentine, and he's trying to get away from them. So they're trying to dance with him, and he's not dancing. So finally they leave him alone. He finally gets up the courage to go ask the little red-haired girl to dance. And she's dancing with somebody already. Can you guess who she's dancing with? Linus? Snoopy. Snoopy. She's dancing, <laughs> she's dancing with of Snoopy. Yep. So Peppermint Patty and Marcy are frustrated with Charlie Brown. They tell him, don't invite us to any more dances, which he didn't. Don't. <laughs> and by the way, you're a horrible dancer, which he wasn't even dancing. right? He, mm-hmm. And he's not a good date. And he didn't get to dance with the little redhead girl. And again, he didn't even receive one Valentine. So he goes and he laments that. And in this case, Snoopy comes over and brings Charlie Brown a valentine. Aww. And I forgot to mention... After, the f- after stealing his date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot to mention, in the first one, Snoopy kicks the mailbox at the end. Mm-hmm. And Snoopy comes out and kisses him on the nose. So in both cases, Snoopy is kind of, as his dog, is his, is his valentine. So, yes. And again, I didn't remember seeing that one before. Yeah, I definitely do. That one you guys yeah. saw? I, I remember bits and pieces of that one. Because I remember the Marcy Peppermint Patty thing, too. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Peppermint Patty. Priscilla. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my topic for the week. That's so interesting. Yeah, that is. There are a number of things that families can do together at Valentine's Day. One of those is a family movie time. You can pop some popcorn, snuggle up, and watch a movie. On the site bigfamilyblessings.com, there was a little list of some of some movies that people may want to watch. I thought it was a pretty good list. I liked it. It was The Princess Bride. Ooh, that is a good one. That's yep. a good one. Beauty and the Beast. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. The Love Bug. Do you remember that, Randy? I do remember The Love Bug, yep. The Sound of Music. Enchanted. Oh, that's a fun one. It is. Oh. And The Parent Trap. Oh, there's probably some others on there. Those are the ones that stood out to me. I like the older parent trap. I found that there are many things that families can do together on Valentine's Day. Often you think of it as a couple's holiday. Mm-hmm. But but there is a big push for family Valentine's Days out there, which is awesome. Because when you have little kids... You often don't have the ability to just go out for dates anymore, right? You want to have family traditions with the kids. Yeah, and I'd say we enjoyed including our kids in Valentine's Day. Right. Right? I don't know if you're going to talk about that at all, what we did with our family. Uh, You can go ahead. 
I was just thinking that we would get little gifts for the kids for Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. uh, like a single gift or like one or, or two, two small gifts yeah. sort of thing to include you guys in the idea of Valentine's Day because it's really about love and there's love for the family, not just for mom and dad. Right. right. It's not just romantic love. Right. It's love in right. general. Yes, I have fond memories of the gifts and just the little time that we would spend together in the evening on Valentine's Day. Just like fun memories of that. Right? Yeah, which makes me think that we must have watched that Snoopy episode together as a family because that was something we... I don't we... know because it might have shown up on TV. It might have shown up on TV. I think I remember you and I watching it during the day. Okay, like, so maybe not it was in more the purposeful. Evening. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. So I think it might have been something that mom put on that was on TV like, during the day. Like during Valentine's Day or something? Yeah. Either that or like something from the library. Mm-hmm. Like a movie. Yeah, I always remember either, depending on what the gifts are, going to get the little Valentine gift bags or Valentine wrapping paper. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Making the gifts real cute. Mm-hmm. I do remember the Valentine wrapping paper. Do you? Yeah. That, yeah. that was fun. Yeah, that is, that's a fun little time. Well, now there are a lot more things available to do that are at our fingertips. One of the things is doing photos with Valentine props. And it can be the whole family and or individual members. So I was looking at different photos and one had a little boy with a series of heart-shaped balloons in the background, which was really cute. One had a child with blocks that said, I love you, written Mm -hmm. on it. Some had people with pink and red boas or backgrounds of red with hearts on the wall. There's all kinds of things that you can do. But Mm -hmm. the Valentine photos, I thought, was a really cute idea. The things you mentioned aren't necessarily difficult to find. Exactly. There may be things you can get around your home. Right. Mm -hmm. Or just simple Valentine's Day decorations you can use. Right. I was impressed by that also. When you first said props, I was thinking like mustaches. You know how they They probably have have those those too. They could do those, yeah. They probably have Valentine-themed props out there for those kind of things. Right. Some other ideas, and I'm just going to throw some out there. One of the things I thought was a really nice thing to do was something called Random Acts of Kindness. Now, that could be for one another within the family, or it could be the whole family getting together and doing it for someone else, like an elderly neighbor or the nursing home down the road, making so, cards So, for random them, in or... this case is just like that you're doing things... Unexpectedly. Unexpectedly. It's not like random acts, like, well, that was random. And actually, a few days later, on February 17th, that is National Random Act of Kindness Day. So you, <laughs> oh. you could combine the two. That's right. Get us. You could do a whole like four days of, of random acts, acts of, kindness. of kindness. Yeah. yeah. Make it really a whole could. week thing. Right. Another thing that came up, which I thought was a really cute idea, was sharing family love stories. One of them was for the mom and dad to tell the kids how they first met mm-hmm. and fell in love. Right. And one of the things that... I wish I knew more about was how my parents came together and fell in love. My dad has passed away. I can hear mom's side of it. I would be curious to hear dad's side too. Right. Just because there's always two perspectives, right? And he was a big romantic. So right. I'm sure he would have gone was, into great detail. Right. With <laughs> he was not. How, how they not. fell in love. And right. I it could, it yeah. would have been funny though to hear. What that would have looked yeah, like. It would have been funny to hear those two sentences right. that he would have given you. Right. <laughs> yeah, looking back, it, it would have been a good idea to videotape it. Yeah. 
And that's something too. If you're fortunate enough to still have your grandparents, have them tell you about how they fell in love and you can videotape that. Right, because it's so easy to videotape now. Exactly. Exactly. All you need is a phone. Yep. So I thought that was a really neat thing and it's something that you can cherish and pass down to your children then. Click. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know how you guys fell in love. We've told you guys before. Yes, you have. So Cole just hasn't listened. Yeah. I'm a <laughs> right. bad listener. I know how. I know how. I think. <laughs> I don't know. We'll talk about it afterward. Had to do with Penn State. Yeah. Okay. College. Yeah. All right. Now this will take a little planning on the part of the parent, but but taking a little time the night before Valentine's Day to set up a festive table and some decorations so that. When everybody wakes up, it's already set to be a fun and exciting day. Festive doesn't mean expensive. You can get red or white plastic tablecloths, some balloons, some hearts to spread around, maybe colored paper plates or bowls. Then you can have a Valentine's Day breakfast, which can be very simple since the fun is in the excitement of the decorations, or can be a little more elaborate, like Heart-shaped pancakes and strawberries and... Or it could be something like just something that you normally don't get. Like a fun sweet that doesn't have to be expensive, but like a sweet cake or something that you can just pick up. That's true. And I was even thinking with the pancakes, you can color the pancakes That's true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can be super special. Or add little sprinkles or something like that if you're into that kind of thing. (laughs) Valentine Day breakfast always reminds me of my friend Jean and her twin sister Joanne. They were born on Valentine's Day. And she said one of her fondest memories was waking up and going down to breakfast. And her mom would have everything pink and red. And oh, that's fun. I know, that's yeah. yeah. That's a, that was a really cute thing to, to hear about. But if breakfast isn't your thing, and it's normally not our thing necessarily, you could do the same prep and have an evening Valentine meal. One of the things that I thought was neat was create a meal with a favorite dish of each person's. So each person could choose a... Part of the meal. It sounds like going to a restaurant. <laughs> or, <laughs> or you could go to a restaurant. I was about to say, it sounds like a lot of work if people like very different things. <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's right. Well, so not, I like pasta. I like uh, souffle. I like tiramisu. <laughs> <laughs> but you could also do takeout and then come home. And that's you right. eat together and watch a movie or something. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Very good. So no. Yeah, and it's good to talk Thank to you. your <laughs> family, your spouse significant other about how they like to celebrate Valentine's Day because it's easier sometimes to celebrate on the weekend because if you want to do a special breakfast then if you go to work you can't just do that right so if they're okay with moving it early or late or being surprised with it being early I guess late would be a bad surprise but (laughs) but, um, that could be helpful in doing something a little more on a day when you've got time to do it right and that's a very good idea Thanks. You're welcome. The other thing I thought was a really nice idea was a dessert bar. Ooh. In that, it could be a cookie bar where each person has like a sugar cookie that they can decorate. You have icing and sprinkles and things like that. Mm -hmm. Or a cupcake bar, same idea. Frost it, sprinkle it up, you know, go to it with a whole cake bar. (laughs) No. That's a lot. But also, I thought this was cute. A Sunday station. Ooh, nice. I know. I thought oh, I'd be that's into a good that. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's like a, a fondue, like a chocolate fondue or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. This sounds like a fun next weekend thing. We don't have to wait for Valentine's Day. <laughs> we could just go to it. Now, a lot of these things can be done with older kids and younger kids. 
some of the next things I'm talking about, some are geared more toward younger kids or older kids, but you can always find a way to adjust. We always did. As the kids were little, we did things more simplistic, and they got older, we could make them a little more complex. One of the things that made me think about Randy and the kids is that you could have a Valentine-themed scavenger hunt. Something that I always think about Randy and the kids with are scavenger hunts because he used to always come up with these really fun, awesome scavenger hunts for the kids. That's right. And But you can do a Valentine-themed scavenger hunt and put the hearts throughout the house. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah, and there's a website called adventuresinwonderland.com. Okay. Wonderland, however, is spelled W-U-N-D-E-R-L-A-N-D. So, so it's... So it's Wunderland. No. <laughs> okay. Adventuresinwunderland.com. And there you can get a complete scavenger hunt with clues oh. that you can print, instructions on how to lay it out. So if you love the idea, but you are not a person who can think up clues really well, that would be me. Another idea, and this is for younger kids, but it could be with older kids, I guess, if they're willing to go there. You could have a special tea party with heart-shaped sugar cookies and pink milkshakes. I thought that was a really cute idea. It is really cute. Now, you can do things with families. (laughs) What kind of things? (laughs) That include either making a jar or a mailbox or a bag. One idea was called a love jar. So on the days leading up to Valentine's Day, members would anonymously write things that they love about other family members. Okay. So there would be a jar, paper, pen, and then as people went by, they would just write something and put it in the jar. So uh, does each family member have their own jar, or is it just one jar? This one was just one jar. Okay. So that you would have to remember to name the person and then write what you love about them. But you could. Okay. But but why don't we wait until I say other things? Okay. Alrighty. Another thing is that kids could make Valentine mailboxes that they sit outside of their bedroom doors. I thought this was cute. And then family members could write notes and put them in the mailboxes Mm -hmm. throughout the day, throughout the week, about a week before Valentine's Day. And then on the last day, on Valentine's Day itself... The idea was that the parents would put a little gift in there, too. So that would be a lot of fun. So the mailboxes would have to be big enough for whatever gift that they put in. That is true. They were talking a little gift. Okay. And that reminds me how Sydney told us at Target they sold those little kits now right. to make mailboxes yeah. with a slot in it that you could put a Valentine's thing in. So you could right. either make one yourself or you could buy a kit. I noticed, too, at both Target and Hobby Lobby, and I think maybe Michael's, they now sell boxes that look like large shoe boxes with... Pre-cut slit. In the top, except it's more than... Yeah, it's more than a slit. It's like a little rectangle cut out of the top. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's perfect to put stickers or glue hearts on there or little jewels, whatever they would want to decorate. It's a perfect thing to decorate. So, yeah, you can just get these things at local stores and decorate them. Absolutely. Another idea is to write a note of affirmation on colored paper or hearts. And you could either put it on the child's chair at the table or 
start at the very beginning of February, write one for each day of the month and tape it to their door. So that by the time they get to Valentine's Day, they have 14 different things that you love about them that they can read about. That reminds me in a Charlie Brown Valentine, Charlie Brown shows how easy it is to cut out a Valentine shape on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Right. His little sister Sally cuts out diamonds, <laughs> like clubs, I mean a whole bunch of other things. She can't get the heart right, but you could cut out a bunch of those to start with. Right. Right. And then you'd have them ready to go with a little where you could write them That's on right. a note. And I was even thinking for kids who go to school, it would be cute to have like a little Valentine's Day note, you know, in their lunchbox. Right. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of creative things you can do. I don't know if you guys remember at different points, I would put little notes on your chairs, the things that I appreciated about you. That's cute. (sighs) I do remember that, Beth. Thank you. (laughs) I do. You know what? It's it's great that we just love pouring our love into our children, whether they remember it or not. (laughs) I appreciate the idea, even if I don't remember it. (laughs) That's right. That does remind me that you did put notes in my lunchbox yeah. going to work. You would slip Aww. notes in there, so that was sweet. That yes. was sweet. Mm-hmm. I liked doing that. The other thing that I found on multiple websites, which was very interesting to me, was called a heart attack. I now, not uh, I know. This sounds like fun. <laughs> I, at first I was like, okay, that doesn't sound good. But then what it is, is more like a love attack. So, what you're doing is taking a bunch of... So, it's a crime of passion? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what they call, like... Maybe I shouldn't have said said it like that either. Maybe you shoot your husband's mistress. It's a love attack. (laughs) I'm sorry, sir. I watch a a lot of shows on the ID channel, and that could totally be a... A love attack. A love attack. But go on, tell us it more was about funny the, the how she attack. tried to make heart attack sound better by saying love. By saying I know. Love. Anything with attack probably isn't great. Yeah, yeah, it went from a medical condition to murder. attempted murder. <laughs> <laughs> Crime. Yeah. All right. The idea is to get a bunch of heart-shaped papers. Okay. And then choose someone. Like if we said, okay, we're going to do this for dad. Choose a victim. Right? <laughs> Choose a victim. Yes, yeah, Sydney. Very clever. There's no backtracking from this. I know. I know. Just embrace it. So if, say we were going to do it for Dad. The three of us would get a bunch of heart-shaped colored papers and write a bunch of things that we love about Dad okay. or appreciate about him or think is super awesome. Tons of them then go and we could like put them all over the inside of his car so that when he comes out in the morning and gets in his car, he's surrounded with it. So he has a heart attack because he can't see out of his <laughs> car windows. I thought you were going to say throw them at him. <laughs> like confetti. Yeah, that seems yeah. like an attack. Yeah. Although, um, you know what? Like we, He could be like down and we could be up at the banister and just kind of release it. Like, over top over of Over top me. of him. Okay, these are all, these are all ideas. These are all ideas. Um, like Onyx when she tried to drop that ornament on your head. Yes. That's right. To kill me. Another idea was to choose a neighbor and write a bunch of great things about a neighbor. You could take it over and either tape it on their front porch or put it on skewers or dowel rods and stick them all through the front lawn. Yeah. When they came out, they would see them. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really fun, special... Nice. Well, that's a very nice idea. It is. My final idea that I'm going to talk about is Secret Cupid, which is like Secret Santa. The family members get together and draw names ahead of time. I was thinking about this. This is, would kind of be nice for an extended family. If you mm-hmm. lived close to aunts, uncles, cousins, whatever, mm-hmm. it might be nice to do it that way. 
But you draw names of family members, and then this particular family had bags that they decorated. But you could do, like we said before, decorate a box. You'd have to have something somewhere that someone could drop a note or gift into it that was in a common area, so it wouldn't be seen easily, but it would be available. They started a week ahead of time, and then each day the persons who was giving would drop a gift and a note in the person's box or bag each day. For little kids, that can be a little hard because where are you going to get the gifts, right? So one of the things they suggested was parents pre-purchasing things. Because you can get a pack of pencils with five pencils in it. Or you can just go to the Dollar Tree. There's a lot of different things you can get inexpensively. And then kind of set up a store like people do at Christmas. Then kids can come in and they can shop. If Tommy had Anna's name and Anna was six, he could go in and choose his seven things for the week that he would want to give her. Okay. So he'd go in and get a pencil, a straw, whatever it is, right? And then... A straw. Well, they had... <laughs> random, they, random household items. <laughs> yeah. They had... Leave out paper clips. <laughs> they had, like, hands. those um, silly straws yes. that had hearts. Yeah, you know, like the fancy ones. Yeah. They not had like hearts a plastic... Not like a... Bendy straws are pretty yeah, not impressive, like but it's straw. not what it was going for. Now, you, do you charge the kids if they go to the store? Interestingly, though, <laughs> at this website, you could print out Cupid Bucks. Oh, okay. Secret Cupid Bucks, yeah. right? And then they could have, like, little prices. It could be, like, this really cute little activity for kids the whole way around. But, yeah, I imagine, kind of like you said with the extended family, it would you'd almost have to have just more people right. involved versus a family of, like, four. Well, a family of four, you're, gonna, you're going to know more, but it could still be fun. It's, it's really about loving that person. And you're going to give the gift... But they're also supposed to write a little note with it. So mm-hmm. if they're too young to write a note, they'll draw a little picture. But at the end, everybody gets together and tries to guess who their secret Cupid is. Oh, So it's really cute. It's very similar to Secret Santa. And there are a lot of other really fun ideas. Sydney came up with some just sitting here writing special notes in lunch boxes the week before valentine's day dumping hearts on people dumping hearts on people (laughs) yeah so there's lots of things out there and creative minds can come up with more so those are some family traditions that i found in my research you know and it's funny that you mentioned the secret cupid thing because that was one of the things that popped up on these lists of things that singles can do for valentine's day oh when i was searching for things that singles can do on valentine's day it was really just a lot of lists. Top 20, top 30, oh, seven things that singles. Most of them were for women, too. Because I was going through it. If it said something like, treat yourself, the description would say, <laughs> go get your nails done right. or your yeah. hair done. Right. Treat go yourself to a manicure. Go for a spa yeah. day. That popped up a few times. But I'll just go through a few of the things that stuck out and a few of the things that I think are good to keep in mind when you're making plans as a single person on Valentine's Day. So one of the things that I thought was interesting was one of the one of these lists said put on some comedies or some stand-up comedians. Okay. Spend a good chunk of the day mm-hmm. sort of laughing it up is what it said. Just kind of enjoying yourself and keeping lighthearted about it. Because I think the point of a lot of these lists is sort of not to overthink valentine's day right yeah it's just a day right it's not really going to be different to be single on that day than it is to be single on the day before it and on the day after it right yeah you're just keeping that in perspective right 
Like, if you're okay with being single, then make sure that you don't be less okay with being single on Valentine's Day. Right. Yeah, and I think that part of it is, if it bugs you that you're single on Valentine's Day, say you had a recent breakup or whatever, right. you want to do things that are positive and distracting, mm-hmm. right? right? So that's yeah. doing things with friends or giving yourself some special attention yeah. of some sort. Right. Yeah, one of these items on one of these lists said, do something that your ex hated. Yeah. Oh. So, so that seems like a healthy, right. Um, right. A healthy activity to do. But it, it might be. It's good it to not be, yeah. obsess over. You it's know? good not to obsess over. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't mean like your ex hated crime. So, <laughs> But yeah, that's what a lot of these things are saying is that it's good to go out and do things. Right. Said sort of you can take a vacation or... Take right, a, a class in something. Ooh, that's a good um, idea. Some of the lists say to just have a day in your pajamas and watch TV, eat a bunch of ice cream. But I think that's sort of the stereotype of single people on Valentine's Day. And it could still be fun. It could be fun. Mm-hmm. I you could invite your friends over. But you could end up wallowing in it a little bit right. if you end up doing that. One of the things that came up when I was looking at different valentine's day things to do and this would go along with your staying in your pajamas having ice cream yeah watch a movie marathon of your favorite celebrity crush yeah or find out what marvel movies should be in what order and then just watch the entire thing that would take a lot more than a day that would take a lot more than a day yeah yeah and it depends on the the day like a valentine's day again is the day that that you're concentrating on that could be on a work day Right. 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 So then you just need to figure out that evening's activities mm-hmm. um, versus on a Saturday when yeah. it's a long day of, you know, could you have a singles-only dinner party, mm-hmm. right? And there's a lot of bars host singles nights on Valentine's Day. So it's pretty easy to find one. If you live in, in a city or somewhere close to a city, it's pretty easy to find a bar that will be hosting a singles night on Valentine's Day. So you can go and meet people. You could go on a date. You could ask someone, friend, coworker, someone that you're interested in, or someone that you're not interested in, if they want to go out and right. enjoy just as Valentine's Day. And not just bars, but I think like movie theaters sometimes host singles only events. I think churches sometimes host single only events. So look on your community sites and see if there are events that are focused on that. It could be that you attend the event, or it could be that it just spurs some ideas. Right. That's true. Right. Something else that I thought was a really good idea, and this is probably more for women, single women than single men, was babysit for a couple that never gets a night out. (laughs) I thought that was a cute idea. So that goes along with the random act of kindness, too, right? So you're doing something kind for somebody else. Right. So that's nice. And if if you enjoy children, that's also a fun way to spend an evening. Well, and something that I know that a lot of people do, and this is going out with a friend, too, is that they'll book a lot of, like, couples things that are available on Valentine's Day, even though you're not really a couple. Oh, that's funny. And just go take advantage of all these lower prices for things that you wouldn't normally do, like going to a sporting event or maybe a movie or something like that. That's discounts for couples. (laughs) That's funny. But some of the other things that sort of popped up were what you said, Dad, about being a tourist in your own town. Like some of this is saying, just take a walk around the neighborhood that you've never been in before. Right. Or go to a museum in your area or something like that. Just go enjoy some part of your immediate surroundings that you wouldn't normally. Is Valentine's Day of importance either of you two young adults where you would need to do these types of things or want to do these types of things? It is absolutely not to me. 
I really couldn't care less about Valentine's Day in terms of my own personal life. It would be fun to go out like with a friend or maybe try a new restaurant or something like mm-hmm. that. But my memories of Valentine's Day have more been family oriented. So I don't know how that will translate. So at this um, point, it's not, it's no, fine, basically. Right. Right. I think if I was in a relationship, I don't know, like if the weather permitted, maybe like mini golfing or something like... Um, have different expectations. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And I know for me, it was never a huge deal. No? No. Although, your dad was always awesome because he always got me flowers. That but is. other than that, it really yes. hasn't been a huge I deal. I remember many a year that you said, let's not do anything for Valentine's Day. Right. I never followed that suggestion Which on your part. Which <laughs> is very wise for young couples. And old couples. There. And old couples. <laughs> <laughs> You know, flowers are nice. Like, you know. Yeah, then sort of the last thing that popped up, which really reminded me of Sydney, was said, plan a Valentine's Day crafternoon. <gasps> oh, that's a good a idea. Crafternoon. A crafternoon. That sounds but, fun. you know, get, like, fun Valentine's Day crafty things and, you know, spend your time putting them together. And that's nice because you're keeping busy, you're working with your hands, and you're also making something fun and seasonal. That's right. So that leads right into my topic, which is... Valentine's Day crafts that you can create. During a crafternoon. Exactly. <laughs> With your crafty friends. <laughs> so um, I went online to Pinterest and I was just looking around to see what kind of Valentine's Day crafts were available. So a lot of them were geared towards kids, fun things to do for and with kids. I was looking at some crafts that were maybe more teen to adult kind of crafts that I could make. So I found this one particular craft on mason jar crafts. wonder what you use to make it. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's a mystery. <laughs> so this craft is made of mason jars. No way. I know. Very shocking. Very surprising. So this is a Valentine's Day painted mason jars. First of all, they looked really cute on the website. They were absolutely adorable. So um, I have them here. We'll post a few pictures then online for you all to see. I think they turned out pretty accurate cute. to the picture that that I saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I'm looking at right here are two mason jars. I painted them. They're striped. So one is pink and red striped. Mm-hmm. And the other is white and pink striped. And they're fun vertical stripes. They are. With little hearts on them. They are. So the, the pink and red jar has white hearts and the pink and white jar has red hearts and i put fake white flowers in them as well to kind of emphasize the colors they're pretty flowers they are pretty silk flowers the list that you'll need for this particular craft which i think it took me about two to maybe a couple days to complete this why did it take that long first of all i started kind of later on the one day and the paint takes a while to dry. What kind of paint to use? For this craft, you'll need two jars, three colors of paint, red, pink, and white. You'll also need paintbrushes. The jars didn't cost too much, so that was nice. Also Michael's. Michael's is getting its money's worth out of you. It is. Absolutely. And the flowers, I'm guessing, were from Michael's too. Yes. So you also need some tape, toothpicks, and sandpaper. First of all, painting the jar. So I think the website suggests to make like a base, like a white primer 
on the bottom, but I didn't do the primer. So basically, I did the light colors as the base. So I, I painted the whole jar. For instance, the pink and red, I painted the whole jar pink. And for the white and pink jar, I painted the whole jar white. Just waited for that to dry. Then I put it like a couple layers of paint um, mm -hmm. for the base, yeah. And then what I did was I took tape and I made stripes. Vertically? Vertically with the tape. What kind of tape? The masking tape, the washi tape, those types of tape, painter's tape, mm -hmm. they are better about coming off without taking any paint with them. So rather than scotch tape. Probably. It does have a note here that the washi tape did take paint off. Oh, did it really? Yes, which is so why I made the decision that to to regular scotch. tape is fine. And actually, it was. It only took like a teeny tiny little bit off. And it actually looks nice. And you could touch it, it up. Exactly. So first of all is to paint the base coat. Step two is to put the tape on as the stripes. Take it off. Touch it up. I did notice that the paint was kind of just a bit messy on the edges. So I did have to touch that up at various points. And it turned out pretty well. The jars aren't supposed to look perfect, which right. kind of goes to the next step, which is distress. So that's when I took the sandpaper and basically sanded off paint on the different letters, right. different areas. Right, because right. mason, jar. mason jars have those raised letters. So right. You kind of just distress those Yeah, and it's letters. supposed to look homemade. Like, it's not yeah. supposed to look machine manufactured. Right, and it kind of has a country look to it. That's what the distressing will do to it. Yeah, yeah. so it, it turned out pretty nice. How did you put the hearts on? The hearts look really good. Did you freehand paint those? I did. So that, that was the last step. So make sure to distress before you put the hearts on. Right. So I was sense. a little suspicious of how they suggested to put the hearts on. So what they had told me was to paint two little dots of paint with a tiny little paintbrush and then take a toothpick and make the bottom part of the heart, right? Um, the pointy part with the toothpick. So sort of spread it out from yeah. those two. So I was a little suspicious because toothpicks aren't like the greatest tool to paint with. So I was kind of wondering how that would work or if it would just be better with the paintbrush, which was the one that I had kind of wouldn't go that pointed. It wasn't bottom. small enough. It wasn't small enough. Yeah. Right. So I started with the toothpick and it actually turned out really well. Yeah, because those little hearts look really they cute. Look so you did, they do. you did do what they said and it worked yes. out. Okay. It worked out very, very well. So you kind of put the hearts all over the place. You can put them up on the uh, the jar part where the, the lid was screwed into the jar. Turned out very cute. It looks really nice with flowers, and now I'm going to be taking them to work <laughs> with me to add to my decor there. So it's definitely something that like an older teen, young adult, an adult could definitely do if you had the time or looking for a fun craft that would add to your. Uh, Valentine's Day decorations. That's right. Yeah. With a little bit of planning, fun thing to do right. on a crafternoon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's now a new word for us, a crafternoon. Right. right. So that ends our Valentine's Day topics for today. One of our final activities is we talk about the future festivities. So this is for the week of February 11th through the 17th. So on February 11th is National Inventors Day. Oh. Oh. February 12th, we celebrate Abraham Lincoln's birthday. February 13th is Galentine's Day. So that's like Valentine's Day, except with a G in the front. And as we were talking about the Valentine's Day suggestions, a lot of them were, well, you know, get some friends together on Valentine's Day. So that's sometimes hard to do because they have other plans for Valentine's Day, potentially. Right. So if that's true 
then this event, which is a real event, it actually has cards in Target. So yeah. suddenly the... Um, and decorations. The, that's right. The Hallmark industry has noticed it. Yeah. <laughs> You can get your friends together someday around Valentine's Day. This day is the day before Valentine's Day, but really it can be any day around Valentine's Day. Right. So the 13th is Galentine's Day. The 14th is Valentine's Day. The 15th, interestingly enough, is Singles Awareness Day. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the 13th should be Singles Awareness Day. Like the looming holiday. That's right. Well, I guess it's everyone made it through, so you're checking to make sure that they made it through or not. They're still single. <laughs> uh, 16th is National Do a Grouch a Favor Day. Okay. That could also be related to single awareness. Day. Yeah. <laughs> also, if somebody's doing you like a favor on that day, that's kind of like... You're the grouch. <laughs> yeah, you're the grouch. It's like if people are doing a lot of nice things for you. You're it's kind of like, okay, you can stop now. <laughs> I get it. And the 17th is National Random Acts of Kindness Day, as I mentioned earlier. Very nice. So that ends our show for today. Next week, we'll be talking about President's Day. And as always, you can follow us on social media at holiday underscore moons uh, for Twitter. Instagram is at holiday moons. Facebook, just look up Holiday Moons, one word, and you can find us. We have a group and a page. And our website is, it's randallmoon.wixsite.com slash holidaymoons. You can find us online on iTunes and Stitcher. And please give us a rating review on there as well. And you can contact us at any time at holidaymoons at gmail.com. So for Randy, Beth, Cole, and Sydney, Happy Happy Valentine's Valentine's Day. Day!